wife right here, um, you know, they not only do they um, come and help us, but they're praying for us all the time. And so they're, it's just not like, and, I, and I'm glad that you took a little bit longer than our regular routine that we do. Is that all right? Whether you, you don't have to shake your head, but it is all right. I gave them liberty. It's all right. Because sometimes we get in such a mode of we're going to do the offering, we're going to do this, we're going to have a little thing, we're going to do three songs, and, and, I, and I'll give my saying what I usually say, bada bing, bada boom, we're out. And sometimes we need to spend some time in the presence of the Lord. And, and, and it's not always comfortable. You know, I, I, we went out to a retreat out in um, an Alder, Aldersgate with the superintendent. He had this guy teach us about being silent. Could you imagine that for me? And they made us, they made us go out, and Pastor Jeff was with out there too, and we had a great time together. But, but they made us go out and spend three hours without saying a word. You couldn't even pray out loud. You know how hard that was for me? I'm like, I'm used to praying, talking, doing all that. I'm like, man. But it was so amazing. And I just went up to the highest place I could. And when I was up there, there was a, I seen a deer go by. And I almost like, look, a deer. But I was like, and then before you know it, there was like three other deer. And there was like five of them going across. I'm like, Lord, you're making it very difficult. But at the end, we got together, and we all talked, and we shared, and we kind of wrote our own little psalm. And I wish I had that psalm with me today because I'm, I'm not really a writer, that, that great of a writer when it comes to psalms and stuff. But I wrote a psalm that God put in my heart, and it was amazing. And everybody, God was speaking to them and helping them. It seemed uncomfortable to be silent before the Lord. It seemed uncomfortable to wait on the Lord. But God sometimes wants us to do that. You know what I mean? I mean, um, like if your kid comes up to you and all the time asking, 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 they start losing favor. They better start showing some stuff and giving some praises like you're the best dad, you're the best mom, you're this, you're that. But to be able to give praises and honor. It's good to see you, Bill. I'm lift my hand for Bill. Bill, it's good to see Bill. Good to see you, brother. And um, also, um, so i just so grateful that um, – I think that we need to be able to be willing to do that. Is that all right? Not just get in a set mode and 30 minutes here, 40 minutes there. You know, um, one, uh, we were at the camp yesterday, and one person was telling me, man, it's so nice that um, you only preach, you know, uh, for those short messages. And I'm like, man, you know, my daughter came here. You know what she said? I can't believe, Dad, you only preach 30 minutes. I'm used to 45 or an hour. You want me to get back there? I'll get my kung fu suit on. We'll start going an hour. But um, I just said that to say that, you know, it, it isn't about the minutes. It isn't about the time. It's about spending time in the presence of the Lord, in the fellowship with the people. Because, you know, it's important. Like even when we go and just handshake everybody and love on each other, there's, there's, God is with us while we're doing that. And God's in the presence of doing that. And God wants to join our hearts and to help us as we go out into the community and do great things for the Lord. Hallelujah. Can you hit that, um, uh, the, 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 the picture of the community thing? I'm not going to be going by my text that I had written out today. Sorry. I'm off the charts today. 
Is that all right? Well, I'm the pastor. Is it all right, God? Okay, thank you. But if you could get to the community fest, that picture, does it, does it keep moving when you hit it? Does it want to stay? Oh, okay. Anyway, you see that in that beautiful, uh, Brendan Detweiler made that for us. And what we're going to have that touch card next week so we can start handing them out. And we're going to need a lot of volunteers. And Sister Tina, will you stand up? Thank you, thank you. This is our volunteer coordinator. She's going to help coordinate this. So if you want to do anything for work or anything for just helping, putting your hands on it, this is the lady to see, and she will she will give you some some uh, information how to do it. So thank the Lord for her. She's just she's so so uh, administrative and great. I just like awesome. So I praise the Lord for that. But we're excited because you know I, I, we even got a skater guy that's going to come here and do skating. And, um, you know, you like you might say in your mind, I'm not a skater, so why should I watch it? Do you know that 90% of the people that come to see him aren't skaters? Because he's just amazing. He goes international. He, he got saved. God gave him a gift. He's actually a pastor of a skater church down in Portland. All it is is a gigantic building with ramps and everything else. They don't even have pews like us or chairs. They do have plastic chairs. They pull them out for the first hour, preach to the kids, and then they let them skate for about three hours. Is that cool? And he's the pastor. He gets over 100 kids every time he opens those doors. But he's, and he's reaching them where they're at. He's not trying to get a big old formal, like he, he, he don't even have a bulletin, and I don't think he got slides like us. And they, Their worship music is bopping in the background with big speakers and everything else, but it's drawing kids. And some of the kids don't like it, but hey, they want to skate in that church. But guess what? You skate in the church, you're going to get some word, you're going to get some music. And it's good. But I feel like God has given us an opportunity. This guy is usually the busiest time uh, uh, is this time of year. And he, I connect with Louis Palau. Anybody ever heard of Louis Palau? Louis Palau, they, their team uh, gave me his name. And I, I've seen him actually. He worked with them before and jamming against the darkness many years ago with the NBA and stuff. But, but anyway, he's there. He's, gonna, he's being available for us. Not only are we going to have him on September 15th, but on September, the last week of September in, in, on the youth night, we're going to put him out back there for the youth night. How's that sound? You all right, Tris? You can handle that? Come on. And he challenges kids, and he's like, he even does a $100 challenge. He said, if you could do this trick, I'll give you 100 bucks. I don't, I don't think he gives it out too much because they're pretty hard tricks. But uh, Tristan, you might want to try it, bro. You might get yourself a, a little wad right there. But um, so anyway, I'm just thankful how that's happening. We got people, Trey, Trey Michaels, he's, uh, he was at the men's uh, 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 worship we had, and we had the men's advance um, this, this last year. He's going to come here and, and help us. We got some other people we're going to be doing. We're going to have hot rod cars lined up out here, classic hot rod cars, so people come and look at. Hopefully, we'll have three barbers. We'll get people barbers cutting people's hair. And, um, you know, I'm not even going to leave them in tip because they don't even take no time with me. You know, it's like if they had to work, they got no work to do with me. Like, zzz, you're done. But, um, no, nah, I might leave them in tip. But it, they're doing it for free. You know, I said we could, we could charge them, but they're doing it for free because they know that we're trying to reach this community because they love souls and care about people. How many was here last week on the message that I preached last Sunday? That was a crazy message, wasn't it? It was powerful. 
And, and I, I'm not saying it because of me. I'm just saying God put that on my heart, and I believe that that is where we're at. We're at the door, and people are reaching out to us, and we're going to use this to help reach people. Come on, because they're dying. But I just want to take a little time and just hang out with you guys because, you know, those guys at the beach right now, they ain't all formal. They got their flip-flops on. Some are probably chewing on some chips and got their chicken out while, they're, while Jack, uh, Zach is playing the piano. And, and we, got, we got Caleb out there um, preaching the word to him, you know, and I'm sure it'll be short and sweet like I'm going to be today. Is, is that possible? Maybe. Possible. Um. I do want to say um, we're so glad to see Sister Barbara here today. Um, and, you know, she lost her husband, and she's here, you know, just because she loves God. And she knows where, when, when we serve God, we know where people go. They go to heaven. They get to be in the presence of the Lord, worshiping God all day. So I just want to, um, some people put your hands, if you don't mind, hands on Barbara. And we want to pray for her right now because I think it's, she's a warrior for even coming here today, and uh, we're so thankful that she's here. So we're going to just spend a little bit of time praying for her right now. Is that all right? All right. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, we just lift up Barbara. Father, we lift up their whole family right now, Lord, in Jesus' name. We pray, God, that you would move sovereignly in a powerful way, that you would heal her heart, and, God, that you will help walk her through this time of life, Father. We know that you're going to open up doors for her. You're going to continue to move and use her. There's a plan in her life for you, for God. So just touch her heart right now. You said you're the Father of mercy and the God of all comfort. Comfort her today. Thank you for coming in. And where she came to the house of the Lord to be around family, around your spirit, and around you. So we thank you for that, God. Just touch her today and be with her, be with her sons, her daughters, and just the grandkids. Father, just help them through this time, and we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much. Now, I know we have a, a new, uh, do we have a, a new Condoleezza person here besides um, who was here before? Are they here today? Joe? No? We do want, we want just the Condoleezza people to stand up for a second, if you don't mind. The family. I know, I'm not trying to put them on the spot, but I just want to, if you stand up, stand up. Where's Esperance? Anyway, we just want to say thank you again for these people coming here. So just, you know, give them a little hand. We're thankful so much. And one day, we're going to be communicating really well, so you can sit down. But thank you so much again. Thank you so much for coming. I know that's kind of putting them on the spot, but I just want to continue and let them know God sent them all the way from the Congles to Salem first. That's crazy. And we've seen the way God orchestrated it. It's amazing. And so we're thankful for that. You know, today I was going to talk about being a tree planted by the river, and there's, we're, we're starting to start a new uh, ministry. It's one that was of old, a recovery ministry, but we're not going to call it recovery ministry. So, it's all right. I'm just chatting with you guys. Is it okay? You know, sometimes you, you, I got to yell at you, but today I'm kind of talking. So, you know, you don't have to have no earplugs. Nobody, I don't see anyone in the back. So we're doing good so far. But we're, we're going to start, we're going to start a, um, a recovery ministry, but we're not going to call it recovery ministry. We're going to call it Trees by the River, a restoration place. 
We're going to still do some of the things, and if we need to, we will, you know, if they got to go beyond that, we will go beyond that. But it's going to be a place where people can be restored. Because how many know you can sit in the middle of the congregation and be vexed and be in trouble? You can put on your Christian smiling face and even raise your hand and might even quote a scripture, but you can be hurt and broken. God doesn't want that to happen. He wants to give you a place where you can come and find refuge and you can find healing and you can find support, accountability, and find love. And I thank God that we're, we're, we're in the process of doing that and probably within a month we'll have a one in place again. So we can thank the Lord. Say the first is moving. We're not going to stay the same. We're, we're never going to stay the same. It's always going to be moving. There's always going to be change. I know, I know we don't like change. How many like change? Wave your hand. You like change? All right, bro. Come on, man. Me and you are going to go do something right now. We're going to go change some stuff, bro. Come on. He likes change. But he, he probably likes it better than I do because I don't. If if you had if you had a if you had a tra- if I had a trail where I would be walking but I'm driving there'd be a trail going to Starbucks a trail going to here a trail going to there because I'm in I get set in a mold anybody in the set in a mold kind of keep your schedule and <laughs> I told you before when I first got here when I they told me that uh, Starbucks said they're changing they're raising oatmeal to a peanut butter chip cookie and I was like I was heartbroken I was like what you know how many years I've been saying I'll take a, a soy latte with a raisin oatmeal cookie, and I had to change my order. That was devastating. But it's okay. I, I still don't like the chocolate chip. I'm still, that was a year ago. I'm still, I'm still rebellious a little bit. And probably some of you are rebellious too because, man, br- Brother Andy's way different than Doug, ain't he? I'm different than Doug, aren't I? I'm not saying Doug, Doug's bad. I'm saying he's good, but and I'm good too, but we're totally different. Don't, but I'll tell you one thing's the same with me and Doug. We're both born in 1954. But that's about the only thing that's the same. 1954? All right, man. I told you, man, me and you got to do some stuff. 54. You too? All right, praise the Lord. You know, good people are born in that year. I thought so anyway. Hallelujah. It's good to see my friend Narciso here today too. Narciso, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, but I'm so glad to see you. Where did you drive from? Where? Hillsboro. To come to Salem first. Come on, man. Some people are like, I live in South Salem. That's a long way. Hillsboro. He didn't come just to see Brother Andrew, but he came to be in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. To be in the presence with people that are gathered in his name. Because he knows that, hey, life is rough, life is tough, but they need, we need each other, and we need the presence of the Lord. Without the presence, we are nothing. We're just a club, aren't we? The Oaks Club or something, man. We ain't got the presence. It's just another little gathering. And God doesn't want us to be another little gathering. He wants to be a, per, a place where people can come, like my brother Ron was saying, find healing in their body, healing in their soul, healing in their mind, be built up, be lifted up, 
Christ's name be lifted up, and they could walk out of here like, got my stuff, I'm ready. Ready to walk for the kingdom king and the Lord of lords. Hallelujah. That's what God wants. That's what he's doing in this place. I believe it. I believe it with all my heart. You know, I was thinking about the scripture this morning about the, uh, the Good Samaritan. We all know that story, right? Where, um, you know, Jesus, first a guy comes up to him and he goes, hey, he's a, 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 a scribe is trying to test Jesus. You know, one thing you cannot do is test God. You ain't going to win. He goes, okay, what's it? And Jesus told him, okay, well, what, what does the Bible tell you? He, he says, he says what, you know, who, who's my neighbor? He says, what does the Bible tell you? He says, first he says, he says, this is what you need to do. Love God with all your heart, with all your soul, all your mind, all your strength. The guy had a great answer, and Jesus was like, that's cool. But, um, uh, and, and the guy believed, believed in Jesus saying, love God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind. Do you know that when you love God with all your heart and all your soul, in all your mind, does that sound like kind of a dedicated person? Sounds like a fanatic to me. If you all the way, I mean, some people like, if you want to see fanatics, see people like the Raider fans. Now, I'm not against Raiders if you're a Raider fan, but you see them in the audience, they look like Raider fans. They're all out, aren't they? Well, Jesus wants us to be the same way, all out with our love, with our heart, our mind, and our strength. We're committed. Well, then he, he says, well, who's my neighbor? And he tells this parable about a, a man that gets beat up on the road of life, bleeding half dead like most people are today. Because the Bible says, though, the Bible says, he that lives in pleasure is dead while they live. And he said, first, the religious person walked by and didn't even walked away on the side. Like, man, I'm, I'm on the way doing my religious thing. I'm not even touching it. And then you get a Levi who's master in the ceremony. He walks up and sees him and then steps over him and says, I'm a priest. I got to keep moving. And then you find a Samaritan who was really a dirty name back in those days because they were a mix of culture. And he said, he took him up, fed his, you know, cleansed him up, gave him uh, oil in his wounds and put him on his donkey, brought him to the inn. And then he said, Take this guy for three days, and if he's, if he's not good in three days, let him stay a couple more. I'll come back and pay that debt. That's the kind of people that God wants us to be. Not where we just say, oh, praise the Lord. You know, be warm and be of good cheer. So I love DJ the way he does. So when he feeds the people on, on Christmas, what do they do? They don't just feed them. They sit at the table and affirm them. A guy came up to me when I was going to uh, service, uh, not service, but coming to the office uh, last week, and this guy um, said, can I use the restroom? And I said, sure. And uh, he, he, um, uh, I said, are you homeless? He goes, yeah. And so he went in there, and he, and, uh, he you know, got done. He came back out, and I, I gave him uh, one of our touch cards, you are loved, and tears started coming to his eyes. I said, I go, and Bo, look. Gave him a little bit of money. I said, why don't you get yourself breakfast, man? Get, though you're homeless, God loves you. Do you know that Jesus said, fox have holes, birds have a nest, but the Son of Man have not a place to lay his head. He was homeless that time. So we did, he didn't, I didn't judge him. I loved on him, and he, and he was encouraged, and he was blessed. And that's what we're here for. Not just to give a handout, but to affirm them, to let them know 
that God loves them, we love them. And we're doing that. And that's what this community fest is about. That's what all our ministries should be centered around. Not just blessing and building us up, but to help people, to draw people in, to help them in their life. Because life is tough. There's a lot of roads that lead to pain and suffering, and people are hurting out there. But we're going to be a blessing. We're going to be a healing for them. Is that all right? You guys want to heal some people and help people? All you got to do is love on them, share Christ with them, and continue to build your relationship with Jesus. Because we can't do it in our own. Just our own passion doesn't work. They need the passion and the love of God. Amen. What's he doing? I'm thinking, I'm thinking what a great opportunity for us in these last days to be able to serve God. Hallelujah. You know, when the darkness covers the earth, the Bible says in Isaiah that a darkness shall cover the earth, a gross darkness the people. But he said, arise and shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord will be risen upon you. The darker the earth gets, the brighter our light is. Hallelujah. The darker the earth gets, the brighter our light is. And people are going to come to that light because we are the salt of the earth. We are the light of the world. Let's stand. Thank you so much for your patience, for your love for a giving church, for a good church. My wife and I are very much honored. We're, we're going on our second year. We're, going, we're, we're, we're in it for, to win it, bro. We don't have a B plan. Come on, man. We don't have a B plan. We're here because God sent us, and we believe that God is going to do great things through all of us. Amen. Father God, we just thank you, Lord, again for this day. We thank you for your worship just taking time and worship you and just talking about you, Jesus, talking about your goodness and your mercy, Father. We pray, Father, that you will help us to be that church, to be that light. Help us all to do our part, not take every part, but do our part, Father God. It may, may seem little, it may seem big, but God, help us, lead us, and direct us. We pray, Father, you'll win souls in this church, that lives will be changed, and you'll just give us power and hope to do that. Give us the means and the ways to do it. We thank you for every person, every leader. We thank you for every teacher. We thank you for all the people that are here. And thank you again for Northside just coming out and help bring in the presence here. So we give you the praise and we give you the glory in Jesus' name. And you guys have a wonderful day. Amen. God bless.